0: Expressed on this program are not necessarily those of WTIA's board staff or
1: day and welcome to Ability Radio. My name is Kishma B. Francis. I am one of your hosts. Ability Radio is brought to you by the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands. And today I have a special guest with me, Dee Wells. Dee is going to introduce himself to you. And before he do, um, I just wanted to know that there will be some laughing (laughs) because we have really great conversations. So Dee, if you can introduce yourself to our listening audience, just tell them who you are, what you do, and um, a a little bit about your passion and your organization.
0: Absolutely. Good morning, and thank you for having me on the show, Kishma and Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands, as well as WTJX. My name is DeJong Wells. Everyone knows me affectionately as D. It just became a nickname that just stuck. I am the co-founder, co-creative director for Obsessive Sneaker Disorder, as well as Social Studies Community Academy, which is located in Brooklyn, New York, born and raised in the US Virgin Islands, So everything that I do starts with the foundations, the roots that come from being, again, born and raised in the virgin islands born in saint thomas grew up in saint john commuted every day by boat
1: awesome awesome so um a little backstory. i love to tell this story i met these uh mom on the beach <laughs> during a community outreach and so she's like hey, my son has this organization you should check it out and i checked it out and it's an awesome organization it teaches people about passion so if you could just share what you've shared with me before
0: absolutely tell
1: them about the passion
0: Well, the passion, it really started on St. Thomas with my my parents playing tennis at the then College of the Virgin Islands, CVI, which is now UVI. And I could vividly remember looking at them playing tennis, the sneakers that they're wearing, particularly Adidas uh, Stan Smiths and Adidas Rod Laver, white and green tennis sneakers and something, I don't know what it was that just... Captured my attention, uh, captured my my heart and soul, so to speak. And ever since then, I've been you know involved with or passionate about, obsessed with even sneakers. But more importantly, not just sneakers from the consumer standpoint, but the sneakers from the design standpoint. Like who are the people behind the sneakers? Who are the people that design the backpacks that we would carry? Um, I remember going into Zora's and having my liming shoes made and just watching her sketch, you know, my feet and actually making them or the backpack that I wanted out of the canvas material that I actually custom uh, picked. So I think about all those things. And there's somebody uh, who likes to draw. And I say anything that you want to be good at in life, you have to be obsessed with it. So thus the name of the company is called Obsessive Sneaker Disorder, aptly named. Uh, And then social studies came about because we started a podcast because we were realizing that there was no outlet for people to talk about sneakers i mean this whole sneakerhead culture which is big now um, footwear design fashion design uh, colors and material um, people didn't understand that there was jobs you know that were careers at companies like a nike or adidas or stan or, or new balance or puma reebok you name them um, that this is something you can do you get paid to design sneakers um, I can't draw to save my life, I'm not afraid to say that, but I know what goes into a, a really cool, dope pair of sneakers, and I know how, again, another pair of sneakers will make, even make you feel when you put them on. So, you know, we created the podcast, we created an educational program called Social Studies, and now the Academy, Social Studies Community Academy in Brooklyn, where we teach people about footwear design and the marketing and the, the behind, we call it behind the scenes stuff that you didn't know existed. And, um, now we use sneakers again. It's it's always interesting sneakers using, using them as a teaching tool. That's been the most important thing and using them to even inspire, like to think bigger. I mean, here I am, you know, a young man growing up in the Virgin islands and looking at, you know, the tourist feet, when they're coming off the, um, you know, the plane at the airport, you know, be it in Red Hook at the ferry, Cruise mm-hmm. Bay at the dock, and looking at all these different brands that I had never seen or heard about, and then, this is prior to the internet, doing whatever research I could, be it going to the bookstore, looking at magazines, GQ, Newsweek, you name it.
1: Tell the truth, we were looking at the East Bay magazine, okay? <laughs>
0: That is for sure. The East Bay Magazine, that was... That
1: that was the catalog, yes. That was the catalog.
0: You know, receiving that in the mail. And and unfortunately, we saw their, you know, shut down last year. Sadly, because, I mean, it was. It was the sneaker Bible unofficially before. I mean, and and I always tell the story of what it was like to, again, be in the, you know, be in the VI and ordering and waiting sometimes a month. Yes. For order to arrive, but me, you'd be checking the mail every day.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. But I think what we really need to talk about is the storytelling.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: when it comes to the sneakers, when it comes to the designs, there's a story behind everything. And one thing I liked about our last conversation was we talked about the storytelling. We talked about how everyone has a story. And Absolutely. how they, you know, the, the story, how they use it, how they create it, how they shape it. So let's talk about storytelling because um, mm. I have some youths that, you know, we have a youth empowerment leadership program. And right now, I think I'm looking at some of the students, not even in our program, but outside of the, our program, and they look defeated.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. They look defeated. And I could, I understand because they came out of a hurricane then they got hit with COVID. Okay. So let's talk about storytelling. Let's talk about finding that passion.
0: Right. And and that's, that's a perfect segue because as human beings, all we are, are storytellers. That's what we are born to do. And that's the best way I can say I learned so many things from my elders, parents, aunties, uncles, you name it, uh, listening to their stories. And a lot of times when grown folks are talking, I couldn't you know, talk or ask questions then, but I would certainly go back later and ask those questions to my grandmother. What did Mrs. Smith, you know, mean when she said that? And if she could tell me, she would tell me. And if she said, hey, listen, that's none of your business, that was none of your business because that was for grown folks to know. But <clears throat> the storytelling is just that everyone has a story to tell. Just like you said, you know, 2017, you know, we, we remember Irma and Maria. Unfortunately, we attach our stories also to pain points. So for example, I can remember 1989. Hurricane Hugo yes. and what that affect you know how that affected me and my family and the entire territory right and what it was like to live without electricity for six months and people didn't understand that in the continental United States you know you could think about Maryland you know 1995 and we can use again unfortunately but it's our truth we could use these moments to help us define our story but we also have to learn how to mentally pivot and say, you know what? I'm not going to let this defeat me because think about it, the Virgin Islands and the Caribbean as a whole, we're just resilient people. That's yes. part of our DNA. That's just who we are. Like we will make something out of nothing. We will come together as a community. And we see that in times of of struggle, right? We saw it during Irma Marie. We saw it certainly during COVID. Um, we need to keep that going though. And that's the part of the story that we need to keep our hands, you know, on that pen or on that pencil And keep writing that story and saying, okay, I might not be able to change a lot of things, but I could do this small thing really, really well. Okay, so what's that story? Maybe it's filming some of the elders, your grandparents, your mom and dad, whoever, and asking, what was it like for you to grow up? You know, like, my roots come from the BVI, Cortola. And I unfortunately never got to capture on film or audio for my grandmother what it was like to leave the BVI and make that transition move to St. Thomas. But why did it happen? I mean, she was one of seven siblings and left school at third grade. Why? Because she went to work to help her siblings, to support mm. them. That's part of her story. Just like it's all part of, like, that's part of my story. So I always encourage students or anyone listening, adults even, but especially to youth, like, ask questions. Ask about, you know, why do you do what you do, right? Yes. And how did you do that? Because a lot of times we have to sometimes hear it in order to believe it first and then even have like, okay, if they can do it, then I can too. When people ask me all the time, how did I get into the footwear world? Like how did did you get to meet these athletes and stuff like that? And a lot of times you literally just started with someone saying, come to this event. I don't know who's gonna be there. It's just someone I trusted, a good friend, and said, oh, I'm gonna go. And next thing you know, I'm having a conversation about the Virgin Islands. And doors open. People are like, oh, uh, either they've been to the Virgin Islands, they wanted to go, they've heard about it, something, some connection. And that's the thing. And sneakers, fashion, and art, really, those are the things that bring us all together. I mean, again, we go back to we're all storytellers.
1: Yes, we're all storytellers. And I think with the youth, um they have so many, so much influences, so many influences out there they have. You know, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, I heard there's a lot of them. I am not on any of those platforms, unfortunately. Um, But they, so they don't know who they are. They don't know how to even find that identity. And in order for you to find your identity, you have to know where you came from. So you have to ask questions, ask questions of the elders. You know, I asked a lot of questions. I asked my parents how they got here, why. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and everything. I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So I know you have the uh, Academy in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I we talked about it because, you know, it was, we have our youth empowerment leadership program. And you said it was kind of like that. Talk about that for a little mm-hmm. bit for us.
0: So the Social Studies Community Academy, it, it came out of the, it started because we were doing the podcast, the OSD podcast and we quickly realized that what we were doing was also teaching people about the footwear industry. We wanted to take it one step further. So thus, you know, we cre- actually created a, a whole program geared on, okay, what are the careers that exist in the world of sneakers and fashion? And then who are the people involved? So we started breaking that down and doing actually workshops. So we've done it from elementary schools all the way up to corporate. You know, we've actually done presentations um uh, it, it, it presentations on the culture, but more so the impact that those sneakers or those products have made on people's lives in the culture. So, for example, going into Adidas in Germany and talking about the Adidas superstar, aka the shell toes, which everyone will come yeah. up with run <laughs> DMC, 1986, you know, but oh, yeah. back from those sneakers, right? And, you know, and, and you think about That pivotal moment a sneaker that was designed in the 70s late 70s, but really, really became popular or really became the focal point in 1986 because of a rap group from Queens, New York run DMC and their infamous show at Madison Square Garden where they told the entire audience to take off their Adidas and hold one up in the air and they did that and someone from Adidas is standing going, this is why these sneakers are selling because of these artists. Again, hip hop was, you know, we just celebrated the 50th anniversary of hip hop in 2023, and people thought it was a fad. Um, But yet here it is, and it's only growing. You know, the music industry continues to grow. Those stories, again, coupled with saying, again, why do I do what I do? You know, I am in control of me. I always say that. Like, we control our emotions. We control what happens to us, but it has to start in our mind. We have to have faith. We have to believe. We have to ask questions. We have to say to, and I don't I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I always talk to you know my parents and elders. I say, okay, how did you know you wanted to become an educator? How did you know you wanted to become you know, a law enforcement officer? How did you know you wanted to whatever fill in the blank, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they say, well, I didn't know. I just wanted to try something. And that's the beauty is, you know, life is about trying different things. You don't have to just like, I, I'm always interested when people say, well, I knew from the age of six that I wanted to be a doctor. I'm like, wow. Okay. So, so God put that in your, in your soul and your spirit for you to do that. That's not me. Right. Good for you. I applaud you. Good. Do that. I've pivoted so many different times. I've gone from working in higher education in residence life, student affairs, to banking, to starting multiple businesses, selling them. And even now, this new kind of new uh, with our academy, it's new as in physical, but it started back in 2011. So there was time, right? There's this thing called time. And we had a vision. You know, My business partner and I, Sean, we had a vision when we came up with it. We said, we're going to actually build this out and eventually have a physical space where we can teach youth these things and really inspire and encourage and say, it's okay to pivot. We have people right now who are adults who have careers and they're trying to pivot out of, say, again, education or finance, whatever, and go into the world of fashion. And we're like, yeah, it could be done. It's going to take some work, but it can be done. So that's why I always say, whatever you really truly can conceive in your mind um, you have to try it because no one wants to live a life of regrets. No one wants to say, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Uh, I should have done that back in you know 2024. So I'm big on making lists. I'm big on saying, okay. And it doesn't have to be long convoluted. It could be like, listen, maybe five, six things you want to accomplish in this year. Write those things down. Put it somewhere where you can see it every day. Put it on a mirror, put it on your computer screen, put it on your desk, put it in the notes on your phone. But more importantly, put it somewhere where you can see it every day. I used to have a a, stick, a sticky note on my front door when I lived in Massachusetts that literally said, go with God. Mm. And literally what that was for me is, I know once I'm walking out this door, I'm going with God. God's gonna lead my thoughts, my steps, my mind, but let me also be an instrument to others to show yeah. all the good stuff, right? So that's important to be able to see these visuals it's like growing up in the Virgin Islands. I always say, like, I can't tell you how many times I used to walk on waterfront and look at that water and say, "Man, this ocean can go from here in the Virgin Islands all the way to the United States and beyond." Like, truly. And then think about the planes, right? You have this—how many tons of material? Someone designed that airplane. You know, we yes. know about the brothers. We know about, but think about it. someone designed that plane to carry all these hundreds of people from. St. Croix, or from St. Thomas, and go to, really, the world.
1: Yeah, someone designed that
0: thing, someone came up with that engineering. And that's why I talk about like, STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics are really important. We talk about STEM, we can't forget the A, the A is the arts. Mm. Arts are really important. They help us think, dream, and they eventually do.
1: Yeah, and you made a good point that um, when you talked about life is about opportunities, but also about chances.
0: Oh, you have to continue
1: cool. to take chances. I mean, I I know for myself. I went to law school later on in life. <laughs> I was an appraiser for a long time, a commercial appraiser, residential appraiser. Went to law school, and here I am, yeah. working for the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands something totally different than what i did um but you know you have to take the chance you have to take the first step and the best person to motivate you is you yeah it's you
0: i I agree you have to but something told you i mean think about all the skills that you learned yeah you know doing appraisals and interacting with people and and you were able to use those same skills, I'm sure, if we sit and talk long enough and cross over into other fields. And you oh, saw yeah. the the connection. sometimes there weren't direct connections, right? Um, but yet you were learning different things. You're just adding more skills to your toolbox. Yes,
1: definitely. And when I sit and I think about it, I am amazed. I am amazed because, you know, I had big plans and I had different plans, but sometimes when you tell God your plans, he laughs at you.
0: (laughs) Very true. So true. So
1: so here I am talking to you, (laughs) D. Yeah.
0: And and sometimes God tells us to sit down, which, you know, was the great reset, AKA COVID. We all got affected. We all got touched.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And. But when it comes to the youth, I really want them to know that talking to adults, you know, and having conversations with adults, asking questions, you know, it's something that they should do. They yeah. should, you know, yeah. just take the time. There's no question that's stupid, right? Is that a word? You know, right. it does not. That no, ask the question, and you know get the answer and what you do with the answer it's up to you it's really up to you Um, but I I, I just don't like how they look defeated I don't like how you know I just want them to get that passion back so besides storytelling how can they get that passion to just you know
0: drive, <laughs> yeah. drive and drive. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's harder now than, you know, than ever. And it's a lot of it is the psychological aspect to social media. And we know what it can do. I mean, I, I've caught myself where I've been scrolling. And next thing you know, I looked up, I've been scrolling for an hour. And I'm like, what did I do? What did I learn? What did I gain from that? And then what ends up happening is we start comparing ourselves to others. And that's where the the defeated, um, the body language is like, oh, man, I'm not, you know, I'm not where I should be at this point in age. Well, guess what? Doesn't matter. Like, you know, the whole goal, I always think about if I could have done things differently with, say, college, I wouldn't have rushed through college. I would have taken more time, meaning I probably would have taken Uh, six months to even a year off just to work, to really double check to make sure. I mean, luckily I'm doing what I love, which is I studied business administration, but the only jobs I had during that time were during the summer, right? And then internships during the year. At one point I thought I wanted to go into sports broadcasting. So I had an internship at a CBS uh, uh, TV station in Rhode Island. And it gave me a good, you know, kind of idea, right? So I was able to try, but I I started with looking at sports because I've always been into sports and saying, okay, could I do what I've seen these sportscasters do on television? And the only way I could is by going to my career advisor and saying, how do I become a sports broadcaster? How can I get an internship? You know, I knew that word, but I had to have that, I had to take that first step. I had to ask the question, how do I get an internship at one of these TV stations here in Rhode Island where I was at school and at least try? And the, the career advisor was like, well, you know, you're gonna get paid. I says, I don't need to get paid. I just need to go there, work and learn because that's gonna be more valuable. Sometimes you have to volunteer. And that's another thing I always wanna encourage you is sometimes the best lessons or best things you can do is by volunteering your time, giving truly of yourself and saying, okay, I'm gonna commit to this. And that's the key thing is I'm gonna wake up at this time because maybe you have to be there at eight o'clock every morning or nine o'clock every morning. So you, you gotta start early and start moving. Think about it. I commuted from St. John. If I missed that seven o'clock ferry, my whole day was yeah. not a whack, right? I knew I had to be on that dock. If, sometimes if it was even you know, 6.58, booking, running with my backpack full of books, I knew that's what I had to do because I wanted something more. I wanted something more, but also I expected more from myself, right? So going back to what you point is the youth, you have to start with you. Expect more from yourself, give more. And this whole thing about life, I mean, life is all about movement because we're meant to move. We're meant to move. We have to move around. We're not supposed to stay sedentary. So if that means getting up every day and just going outside, getting some sun, getting some fresh air, and then saying, okay, what do I need to do today? And again, if it's maybe just mental lists, physical lists on your phone, piece of paper. I mean, I literally have notes sometimes stuck in my pocket because I'm like, okay, I gotta remember to do this. And again, we're meant to move. This whole thing, life is, is a movement. And volunteer, give every time. If you commit to something, communication 101. Hey, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. Or you know what? I can't do that right now because I've committed to something else. It's okay to say no to things too. It's okay to say no to things, but you have to commit. And the first person you got to commit to is you and then commit to your family and your community.
1: There you go. You're right. You are hundred percent right. Um, when it comes to the youth, they just have to think outside the box too, because we have internships, high school internships and our internships last year just to help us with our social media i have no idea what's going on with social media (laughs) so we brought in the youth and they gave us some very uh, good feedback but thinking outside the box and even working with an agency like ours you know we're not a big name agency we're an advocacy agency very small and It's just, it helped us out tremendously and it helped out those interns tremendously. So um, it's just another thing I want to say before we wrap it up is if you're a youth and you have, you know, something's off and you know that you're probably not feeling your best. You're not, you know, mentally, physically tell somebody so you can get some help, go get the help that's needed, you know, because, it just gets worse from there. It right. really just gets worse from there. And the your strongest asset is your mind. It is your mind. And your goal is to protect it at all cost.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and it's, it is the mindset. And, and that's where everything starts in your mind. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you're gonna have fear. Yes, you're gonna have doubt. But then you got to say, Okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, you know, a lot of times. um, And this became a word that really my, um, my daughter gave me. And when she said it to me, I asked her about something about driving. This is when I was trying to teach her to drive. And she said, you know, I don't know how to drive yet, but I will learn. And when she said the word yet, it was just, it was like, I was like, man, you know how powerful that word is. That means, you know, that means you can do it, that you're going to try to do it, but you haven't done it yet. You know, people have always asked me, so what's been the biggest project you've worked on? I was like, well, I haven't worked on it yet. I haven't done it yet. I haven't written my book yet. I haven't written, I haven't filmed my documentary yet. So that, again, I I give that, you know, if anything I can leave with, you know, with you and the listeners and the youth is you haven't done it yet. You haven't figured it out yet. And you may never figure it out, but that's okay. Okay. You want to try, so I would combine yet and try, try and I yet, like that. yet. And I like try. that.
1: Yet and try, yet, yet and, and try. try. So D, if you can tell the audience where they how they can reach you, um, Instagram or
0: Absolutely. what social media
1: platform? Go ahead.
0: Yep. I'm D Wells OSD on every platform. Uh, I had to use, had to get used to all of them, even TikTok. Um, And then socialstudies.com is the website for our community academy. Uh, Yes, we're located physically in Brooklyn, but we're really all over. We have educators and partners all over the United States and the world. Um, We would love to connect with you. We would love to connect with youth. Um, We talk sneakers, we talk hip hop, we talk fashion, we talk calypso, reggae, all of it, because it's all part of the steam model. I mean, and again, that's all the arts. So. I just thank you for your time. I thank you for having me on. You're welcome,
1: Dee. You're um, welcome.
0: And, and As always. Be The last uh, that we talk and actually, uh, you know, inspire the youth to think again, yet and try.
1: And this was brought to you by Disability Rights Center, the Virgin Islands. You can contact us at www.drcvi.org. And thank you once again, D, for coming on. And you have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you, have a great day. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily those of WTJX board staff or underwriters.